Today's daf is Tainus Daf Dalit. Today's shir is sponsored by the Langer family, by uh, Avian Ruchi Langer, who's chus a safe return of Yaakov Naftali ben Rachel Devora, Gilad Michael ben Bat Galim, and Ayal ben Irit Tshura. They should all be returned safely very, very quickly. Uh, we are holding on Daf Dalit uh, Amaralf at the top, actually, I believe. Yeah, we're at Daf Dalit Amaralf at the top. What we're going to discuss today, we're going to get into a little bit of Agarita Gemara. The Gemara is going to first talk about three qualities that we find that Talmidei Chachamim have. Then the Gemara is going to go into uh, cases in history of people who were Shoel Shaloka Hogan, which is another way of saying made some sort of deal with God and how God responded to those who tried to make a deal with him. That uh, if you, uh, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see the examples. And then the Gemara is going to talk about uh, going back to our discussion from the Mishnah, finding the author of the line of the Mishnah that says that we are Shoel on Geshamim, only close, only Samach Geshamim, only close to the rainy season. So we're going to try to figure out which Shita that follows, that line follows. Then we're going to ask Astira about when it is that we stop saying Mashav Rochem Then we're going to ask a steer about when it is that we start saying Mashav Rochem Mardagashem and then uh, the Gemara is going to talk about when to start Mashav Rochem Mardagashem in Chutz La'aretz when you have a Sveika Diyama so does that affect when we start saying Mashav Rochem Mardagashem which is typically done on uh, Yantif of course so we're going to talk about which day of Yantif it should be done in Chutz La'aretz so let us begin on the Avdalit Amaralf at the top we are on the second line Ve'amar Rava so says the Gemara Ve'amar Rava Ha'itzobar Merabanan Damilu Partzida that a Tzor banan, a young Talmud Chacham, is like a seed that's under a clod of earth that uh, once it begins to sprout, once it begins to grow, so then it grows. Rashi explains that the seed that's underneath the, the, this, this clod of earth, once it begins to, uh, to, be, to, to, to grow, it's going to go lemaila, lemaila, so to Talmud Chacham, that once his uh, Yatza Shemo, once people start to hear about him, he's holich v'gadol lemaila, he becomes very prominent, Everyone hears about him, and it becomes someone who uh, who who, uh, who becomes uh, very very well known. The Merome Sada, the Nitziv Merome Sada, says it explains it a little differently. He says, no, just like a seed that's under the the ground, you're not. It's not able to be tzameach unless the bailim ignores what's happening to it for a while, sort of turns away from it for a while as it rots. Because if the bailim would see what's actually happening with the seed, it would look like it's terrible. It looked like it's getting destroyed, and he would want to he would want to protect it. So he has to be malamena from it to while while it rots so that it could then it could then be tzameach and only, and he all all the bailam has to do is just keep watering the the dirt on top of it but not to actually see the seed see the seed itself uh, and that's the only way it's going to grow so too tamul chacham has to be sovel betchilaso until he's tzameach and yatzala or kvoda that there's a lot of indignities a tamul chacham has to endure before he can expect to be someone who is mechubad someone who is generally respected so that is statement number one about Statement number two about Talmidei Chachamim Vamarava Haitzur Merabanan Deratach Oraisu Hudikomeratchale. If you see a Talmud Chacham who gets angry, who boils up, so it's the Torah that's boiling within him that makes him get angry. It's the Torah that gives him that little bit of extra passion uh, in the way that he deals with things. Shneemar Halokod Varai Keishnu Hashem. Hashem says that my words, meaning the words of Torah, are 
ke'esh, they're like a fire, they boil up the person's personality, and that's why we shouldn't uh, be judgmental of a Talmud Chacham, if he seems to have a uh, temper, if he seems to get angry sometimes, it's probably just his Torah that is, uh, that, that, that's, that, that's causing him to react in that way. The Ben Yoyada raises the question, why does, uh, why does the, the Gemara say this about it? Surbe Mirabban, Rav says it's Surbe Mirabban, Surbe Mirabban means a young Talmud Chacham, why not say called Talmud Chacham, we talk about a Zakein Talmud Chacham, why is it Afka so the Ben Yoyad explains that uh, Chazal tell us that Kas is Mekatsar Yom of Shaladam, that, uh, that, that anger causes a person to die young, based on a Pasuk in, in Eov. So Rav is being Mechadesh, that obviously if you have a Talmud Chacham that's Gadol B'Shanim, that's already in, of an advanced age, and you see that he gets angry, so you know that it's a Raisa to come around to because if it wasn't the Torah that was, uh, that was causing it to happen, he wouldn't be around anymore, because the Kas is Mekatsar Yom of Shaladam. But even at even a young Talmud Chacham, who uh, there's, there's what the, the, you could attribute the anger to other things as well. You should be down the Kavzchus and attribute the anger to, uh, to, to the Torah that's within him. The third statement about Talmud Chachamim, Vamar Avashi, called Talmud Chacham, Sheinu Kasher Kabarzel, Eino Talmud Chacham. Any Talmud Chacham that is not hard like iron is not a Talmud Chacham. Shnemar Kapatish Yifotzeit Sela, like a hammer uh, banging on the, on, 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 on the rock. So, so too, Talmud Chacham should be like that. Amalei Rabbi Abel Ravashi, Atun Mehasamas Nisula, Anan Mehachamas Nisula. You learned it from that pasuk. We learned the same message about a Talmud Chacham having to be very strong-minded. We learned it from a different pasuk. Tichsiv Eretz Asher Avoneha Barzel, a land where the stones are barzel, where the stones are iron. Altikri Avoneha. Don't read it the stones being barzel. Rather, Ella Boneha. Read it that the builders are barzel. Who are the builders? The Eil Tamid That's a reference to the Tamid Chacham. That the Tamid Chachamim are Kashim Kebarzel, and that's a good thing. Any Tamid Chacham that's not Kasha Kebarzel is not considered a Tamid Chacham. The Shagas Aryeh in his Sefer Gvura Sari points out that the Gemara Mesechus Pesachim and Daf Samach Vavim Beis tells us that Reish Lakish says Kol Adam Shekoes Im Chacham Hu Chachmasu Mistalekas Mimenu. Anyone who gets angry, even if he was Tamid Chacham, his Chachma leaves him. Navihu Nivuasu Mistalekas Mimenu. And if he's a Navi, his Nevuah will leave him. So how could we say over here, how could Ravashi say over here that any Tamil Chacham is not Kashuka Barzal, it's not a Tamil Chacham? What do you mean, Adraba? If he becomes Kashuka Barzal, if he becomes uh, angry all the time, he's Kawais, so Chachmasa Mustalakas Mimenu, he's not going to be a Tamil Chacham anymore. Now we're saying any, if he doesn't get angry, he's not a Tamil Chacham. So the Shagasari explains, they have to say that Ravashi over there um, is, is talking when in cases where he's supposed to get angry. To be, uh, I'm sorry, that, 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 uh, that, that Ravashi over here is talking in, in uh, right over here to say Ravashi is talking in case where you're supposed to get angry to be matil on the Talmidim to make sure the Talmidim have the proper sense of trepidation and awe while they're learning Torah and to make sure that people have proper Kavada Torah so it's uh, clear that if he doesn't if he doesn't get angry no one's going to listen to anything the Talmidim say and then it's going to the whole the whole community is going to fall apart that's going to be terrible but if you know that uh, he's going to be listened to and it's just about uh, and it's just about personal matters, that then Tamil Chacham who gets angry, meaning the critical thing is a person has to know what to get angry about. Ben Yoyada writes that, the, that when Rav says, Kol Chacham, kabarzel, Chacham, Ben Yoyada says different. He says, no, it's not a stira at all with Akamar Mpsachim. Over here, it's not talking about Kas. It says he has to be Kasha Kabarzel. What does that have to do with Kas? This is talking about what the Gemara Numa talks about. Gemara Numa says, Kol Chacham, no came no Chacham. 
meaning that a Tamachacham has to be makbid on his bizayon. He can't allow himself to be uh, to be trampled all over. He has to make sure that the kavod Tamidichachamim is something that's still there, but it doesn't have to do with anger. Of course, if he gets angry, if he uh, if he's if he if he if he's always uh, uh, blowing the fuse, so that's no good. That that's not a Tamachacham. Over here, it's about just making sure that uh, to stand up for the general kavod of Tamachacham that he shouldn't that he shouldn't suffer bizayonis. Rav Moshe has a tshuva Nigros Moshe about this Gemara. In Nigros Moshe, or Chaim Chelekal of Simon Nundal, or Ephraim Greenblatt, asked of a very unusual tshuva in, in Nigros Moshe. Normally the Shailas are all Halacha Lemaisa. Someone asked Halacha. Ephraim Greenblatt asked of Moshe, uh, what, what, what do you make of this Gemara? What does this mean? That a Tamil Chacham is supposed to be Kasha Kabarzal? What exactly, uh, what is it, what, what exactly this means? Meaning, particularly Ephraim asked him that Rabbeinu Gershom explains the Memor of Ravashi that any Tamil Chacham is not Kasha Kabarzal means that he should be Kasha that when a Tamil Chacham gets angry, it shouldn't be easy to appease him. He should be Kasha Kabarzel, he should be someone who stands his ground and doesn't back down. So Ephraim asked him, but it's an often a mission in Pirkei Avos, in Pirkei of Pirkei Avos. Kasha Lichos Venoach Lirtsos Chasid, that someone who's difficult to anger, but once he gets angry, easy to appease, such a person is a, is a Chasid. So it's a good thing to be easy to appease. It's not, you're not supposed to be difficult to appease. It's a stira between Aragomar and the mission in Pirkei Avos. So that was the kasha that Rafai Master Moshe. So Moshe explained that over here we're talking about a Tamil Chacham who's a Morahora that he has to show uh, anger and he can't, can't be easy to appease in order to make sure that people listen to his Horah, so people listen to his Dine Torah. And he shouldn't be Noah Lirtzos in the point because if he's Noah Lirtzos, people are going to say, oh, he probably realizes he's wrong, he probably realizes his Psak is incorrect, and that's why he's not standing his ground, and that's why he's, go, he's backing off so easily. So that he's a Kaltam Chacham that's what everyone's going to say about him. He doesn't know how to pass it anyway. He was wrong anyway. He never got it right in the first place. That he's Eino Tamil Chacham doesn't just say he's doing the wrong thing. He's Eino Tamil Chacham. The mission of us, however, is talking about when someone is coerced uh, on something that they did, Shalok Hogan, that they did inappropriate to him, someone wronged him or something like that. So everyone knows that the guy did something wrong. The guy himself knows he did something wrong. And he's apologizing. So don't give him a hard time if he's apologizing. Apologizing and did something wrong. Be not clear to us. That's what the mission Pirkei is about. But it's not about standing your ground in in in, in being mora hora in uh, being a posik. You have to stand your ground in being a posik. Don't be not clear to us. Don't be uh, so easy to back down just because someone someone questions you or someone speaks badly about you. If you know that that's the Dvar Hashem zu halacha, that that's the uh, the correct approach in halacha. A person still has to train himself to be more easygoing. That even though sometimes a person has to express a certain uh, amount of passion and a certain amount of anger, he has to train himself to, and, and that's natural that the Torah breeds that within the person, but he has to try to calm himself down. New statement in Agada now. Rav says as follows. There were three people historically that made deals with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that were really inappropriate, that they should not have done. Two of them HaKadosh Baruch Hu responded favorably to. One of them HaKadosh Baruch Hu responded uh, unfavorably to. And the three people are Eliezer Eved Avram, Vishal Ben Kish, V'yiftach HaGiladi. Eliezer Avram's servant, Shal Ben Kish, Shal HaMelech, and Yiftach HaGiladi are three people that made deals with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that were really inappropriate, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu responded to two of them in a more positive way. In the Ghost of Rabbi Isaac Chavar, the 
Masifta quotes over here as a remez to these three people that are Shoel Shalok Hogan. It says, Ish ki yidar neder. Ish is Rashi Tevos, Eliezer, Yiftach, and Shalz. Ish ki yidar neder. And it says, Lo yachel devarav. Lo yachel devarav. Zer Kodesh Baruch Hu's mekayim der bakasha. He wasn't mechalal what they had asked for, meaning he responded in a favorable way to them. But to one of them, kechalayotzi mipiv yase. One of them got his just desserts. He was Shalz Shalok Hogan and got a response to Hogan. So that's a remez to, to what's going on over here. So, uh, so Tosas over here asked the question that... Um Actually, let's read it through first, and then we'll see the kashas. So, first of all, so Eliezer Eved Avram, where was Eliezer Eved Avram? Shol Shaloka Hogan Dichsiv, because the pasuk says Vayanara Shalom Reila Atina Kadech. Eliezer had to go find a wife for Yitzchak, and he made a deal with the Kodesh Baruch that the first girl that offers to uh, to give me to drink and to give my camels to drink, that's going to be the girl that's going to marry Yitzchak. Well, Yachal Afilu Chigeres Afilu Suma. It could have been anybody. It could have been a girl who was uh, who was who was disabled, a girl who was blind. It was uh, it was it could have been someone who who. Who, uh, who was not appropriate for Yitzchak. So Yeshivu Kogan, but nevertheless, Hakadosh Baruch Hu found him someone great. Rivka. He found someone perfect. Found Rivka for him. And even though it was, uh, it, it could have been anybody based on the deal that he had made. So that was a request that he had made that was not correct. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu made it all turn out okay for him. Shol ben Kish. Where did this happen to Shol? Shol is faced with a battle with the Plishti and Goliath uh, getting up and challenging all of Klal Yisrael to, uh, to put up a uh, fighter to, to battle him and Shaul says okay we need a warrior we need someone who's going to go face Goliath and whoever, whoever is the one who steps up and does it and uh, is able to defeat the giant not only am I going to make you wealthy I'm going to give you my daughter for a shidduch I'm going to give you my daughter to marry you'll be able to, uh, to marry the princess so Yachla Filu Ever Filu Mamzer that could have been anybody you just needed someone really strong who's going to be able to defeat the, the giant who, who was going to be able to defeat Goliath. It could have been an Eved, it could have been a Mamzer, it could have been someone with very flawed Yichus. But Yeshiva Kogan and Nizdam in David. Nevertheless, he, uh, he lucked into a uh, Tzadik like David HaMelech. Kodesh Baruch made sure that it was something that Shaul didn't always appreciate, that it was uh, David HaMelech, but... Uh, Kodesh Baruch made sure that, David Amelech, that, it, that it turned out well for Shaul and it was David HaMelech that married his daughter. Yiftach HaGeladi, and the story with Yiftach HaGeladi is Dechsev Ahaya Yotze Asher Yetze Midalasi Besi. He says, the first thing that comes out of my house, I'm going to shecht as a carbon to Hashem. So Yachal Afilu Davar it could have been a pig, it could have been a dog that walked out of his house. could have been anything that walked out of his house. How does he know what it's going to be, that it's going to be a kosher animal and he promises already as a carbon to Hashem? His who did not make it work out for him, Nizdam Nalobito. It turned out that it was his daughter that came out of his house. And that's why the Navi says to Klal Yisrael, Hatsari ain't begilad imrofe ain't sham. That there were things that people sacrificed where I was not interested. Kodesh Baruch uses three expressions to explain where people sacrificed their children and he was, uh, and he was not interested in, in that kind of sacrifice. That's a reference to Zeb Benoshal Misha Melech Moav Shem Rav Yikach Hasmonah Bechara Shayim Loch Tachtav Yaleu Ola by Misha Melech Moav. He wanted to know how to defeat the Jewish people. He was terrified of the Jewish people, and someone advised him. Well, you know, the great sukkus the Jewish people have is that Abraham was willing to uh, sacrifice Isaac on the altar. So maybe if you're willing to sacrifice your son, maybe that will be a great sukkus to defeat Klal Yisrael. So he decided that he was going to shecht his son as a uh, as a carbon. Baruch Hu says, No, Lotzi Visi. That's not something. 
something I'm interested. Velodibarti zayiftach. Lodibarti is yiftach that he was not interested in the sacrifice of yiftach's daughter. Velodibarti zayitzchak ben Avram. And Velodibarti is a reference to Yitzchak ben Avram. Akadosh Baruch Hu said to do an akeda, but he never wanted, he never intended, even originally, that Yitzchak was actually going to be shechted. It was never Allah alalev that that was actually going to happen. That Yitzchak was going to be shechted. So a couple of important tosin over here. First of all, shlosha shalosh lokogan says tosos Eliezer Shaul v'yiftach. Right, those are the three. Vim Tomar. There's another one. There's another person that seems to have been shalosh lokogan in Tanakh. And that is, I guess, this counts as Daviomi coincidence. Right after we read about him in the parsha, Vim Tomar. Amaylo chashiv kalev ben Yefuna. Shamer asher yakes kiryas sefer v'laftav nesati lo sachsa biti liisha. Kalev ben Yefuna. When Klal Yisrael goes into Eretz Yisrael and they're trying to be kovesh the area of Kiryas Arba, Kiryas Sefer, etc. So uh, Kalev ben Yifuna says, the man who's able to conquer this city, I'm going to give Achsa my daughter to, uh, as a wife to the man who's able to conquer this city. Well, isn't that the same exact thing that Shaul did? The man who's able to conquer Goliath, who's able to defeat Goliath, will get my daughter as a wife. Isn't that exactly the same thing that uh, Eliezer did? The woman who says uh, the magic words is going to get Yitzchak as a husband? So there's exactly that kind of Sheila. It's a Sheila and a Shinuch, and where, which has nothing to do with the Shidduch, where he's making the test have nothing to do with a yichus or with the kind of things that you would look for in the Shidduch. So he said, the man that's able to, to, to win this battle is going to get my daughter. So why, does, why don't we ask on him? Who, who knows who it's going to be? It could have been a Mamzer, it could have been an Eved. So says, Tosos Yeshlomar, that that which uh, Shaul is saying that Shitin Lobito, it's not Kodesh Baruch, Shitin Lobito, Hachi Kamar is what it should say. Shitin Lobito, what he means to say is that anyone is able to not to defeat, to win a war, to win a battle. That could have been any warrior. That could have been any strongman. That's not what he's saying. No, what he's saying is that anyone who's able to be Machzir the Halachos that were lost from Moshe Rabbeinu, anyone is able to bring back those Halachos, that's the one that's going to be Zoch to my daughter. So he's looking for the finest Ben Torah. He's looking for someone who's able to be Machzir all those Halachos. The Marsha explains in the Chidusha Agados, Agados, yeah, but a Mamzer could be Tamachachim too, right? A Mamzer could also be Machsir Halachas. Still, how do you know that it's not going to be a Mamzer? So the Marsha explains in order to be Machsir Halachas that were forgotten, be Mayevlo Shalmosha, person has to have Ruach HaKodesh. And the Gemara in the Dharm, the Flamel Ches, says that Eina Shechina Shara, Ela Al Hamiyuchasim Shabi Yisrael, that the Shechina is only Shara, Ruach HaKodesh, Tamachachim, you're right, the Mamzer could be a Tamachachim. But to have Ruach HaKodesh, a person needs to be a Miyuchas. So since he knew this was only going to happen on the day Ruach HaKodesh, he knew that it was going to have to be a Meyuchas. So Maritz Chai says, but wait a second, Asniel ben Kanaz was the one that was Maqsid HaAlachos Al Yidei Pilpulo. It says that it was with his Pilpul, with his Chachma, with being a Tamil Chacham, that it wasn't with Ruach HaKodesh that he, that he did it. The Gemara says, says that in, in, in Tamura, that, uh, that, that Ruach HaKodesh and uh, Nevuah is Loba Shamayimhi, that these are, th- that, that he was able to be Maqsid Pilpulo, he was able to do it without, so it's a good cash of the Maritz Chayis has on this, uh, this Territz of Tosos with the Marshal's explanation. So that's one explanation of why it is that we don't have a problem with Kalev. A second explanation Tosos says, The reason she has the name Achsa is because anyone who saw her would get angry at his wife because she was so much better. Meaning uh, anyone who was uh, comparison shopping would look at his wife and would look at Achsa and say, you know, how come you can't be more like her? She was so, she was so wonderful. What would make a husband look at his wife and say, you should be more 
like her, it must have been that she was a she was a tremendous she had tremendous tznius, and uh, that's what, what it was a noticeable tznius if there is such a thing, and that's that, that's what, what what people would uh, would compare their wives to based on her tznius. And therefore, he had every right to assume that she was only going to get a miyuchas, that it was only going to be someone who was ratui, because he had a double zechus. He didn't only have his zechus, he had her zechus as well. So he figured that that's why it was going to work out okay. Kedisa besota day mizdavim etc. That we're only mizdavim in lefi maasav. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Gemara Sota says, is mizdavim lo adam based on his uh, based on his actions, based on how how he behaves. Fasema says, yeah, great. So then why don't we say the same thing about Eliezer? Why do we say Eliezer was shal shaloka again? Uh, he, he wasn't working for people who have great zechus. He was working for Yitzchak and uh, you know and Avraham. So uh, over here also, the, the both the father of the of the one that's being offered for the shidduch and the person that's offering for the shidduch are great tzaddikim. So there also was, it was Yitzchak and Avram that you were dealing with. So why why do we take him to task for relying on their zechus? So the Sfasema says that is because which means that we uh, that that we don't allow a rasha to to be mizdavig with the tzaddik. So that's only shaykh by an evidence mamzer where they're called a rasha, but not to have a summa or a chigeres, that's not tali in zuchus and chova. So not to have someone who's a summa by Eliezer Eved Avram, what did we say? Not that there was a concern that it was going to be an Eved or a mamzer. There was a concern that it was going to be a summa or a chigeres. Kalev had nothing to worry about with that. He was looking for a, for a warrior, someone who's going to defeat a whole city. Probably not a chiger, right? Who's going to go defeat a whole city. Probably not a summa who's going to go defeat a whole city. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't really an issue. That would be very unnatural if that would happen. His only concern was yichus. And in Echidami, Eliezer Eved Avram had nothing to worry about yichus either because of the zchus of Avram and the zchus of Yitzchak. It wasn't an issue of, uh, of yichus. So that's how the, uh, the Sfasemis, uh, that, that's how the explains. There are other approaches in the Rishonim also, aside from Tulsa's approach. Rabbeinu Hananel says that, Sh- that Shaul and Kalev are so similar in terms of what they were offering for what. You know, you go and you win and you, defeat, you have this great defeat and I'll give you my child, that it's obvious that when the Gemara says Shaul, it means we're taking Kalev to task as well. It's the same issue. that we're saying that, uh, that, that Kalev is part of the same Parsha, so he doesn't have to mention both of them. It's so obvious. That's how uh, the Rabbi Hananel understands. In the Iun Yaakov, he says that Kalev made it tonight that the, the man who's Kovesh Kiryas Sefer Valachta is going to get his daughter as a, uh, as a wife. That's only, that tonight was only made with the Bnei Yehuda who went with him to war. The Bnei Yehuda that went with him to war were only Miuchasim, because the Gemara says in Mesechus Kiddushin that they would only take from Alchemus Bnei Yehuda people who were Miuchasim anyway. So the, the, the pool of candidates that he was choosing from were all Miuchasim already anyway, whereas Shal was just saying, we need somebody, anybody, go fight, and if you fight, you'll get my daughter. So that was a different story. That wasn't just from Miuchasim. That could have been, that could have been anybody. That happens to be in the Medrash Rabbah, in, in Bereshis Rabbah, in Chayisara, it says that our Ba'a Shalom it actually has Kalev on the list as uh, one of the Shalom Shalom So there are alternate versions of this Agadita where Kalev actually does make the list. Then the next Tosh also raises a point that we sort of alluded to already, where Tosh raises the question, Tema amaylo nakad hacha gabi Eliezer Eved Avram, kamodu kamar gabi shol besamuch, yachal afil mamzeres shivcha. When it comes to Eliezer Eved Avram, so Eliezer Eved Avram, he says, who knows what could turn up? It might have been a sumo or a chigeres. Yet when it comes to shol, we say, who knows what might turn up? It might be a shivcha or mamzer or something like that. An evan or a mamzer. So what, why is it that by Eliezer Eved Avram, the concern is not about yichus, yet by shol, the concern is about, is about yichus. So one answer might be like we, uh, like we already suggested, that when it comes to Eliezer Eved Avram, the 
there was no concern about Yichus, because what Tos said before, because Zavram was such a tzaddik, Yitzchak was such a tzaddik, there wasn't going to be someone who is not a Miyuchas. You could rely on there's a chus that there was going to be a Yichus. But says Tosos, Vam Rashi Mishum de Gabaliezer lo Shaykh Adain Mamzeres. It's all in the Torah. The other reason why Eliezer wasn't worried about a Mamzeres is because there was no such thing as a Mamzeres when Eliezer was doing this. The Torah wasn't yet given. So there was no issue of Mamzeres. There's nothing to talk about with being a, about anyone being a Mamzeres, which is interesting. It's an interesting comment that there's no issue of being a Mamzeres. Maritzchais points out, what do you mean? The Avos from Mekayim Kala Torah Kula Achlo Nitna. So isn't that, uh, isn't that an issue of Mamzeres? So you should be still Choshesh that she might be Mamzeres Al Pidine Torah and that would be something that the Avos were Makbid about. So uh, the Maritzchais says, no, no, no. The Avos were Shomer things like Erev Tavshilin, but Arayos, that they weren't, uh, they didn't observe. And he says, uh, the Raya is Yaakov married two sisters. It's, uh, it's blatant Arayos. So Arayos, they weren't, so issues of Arayos, they weren't uh, concerned about. That's Beferish against the Ramban al Torah. Right? The, the Rishonim asked this Kasha, how did Yaakov marry two sisters? And the Rishonim deal with it. So the Ramban al Torah says, Yaakov married two sisters because they were only Mekayim Kola Torah Kula in Eretz Yisrael, not outside of Eretz Yisrael. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, they were not Mekayim Kola Torah Kula. So uh, that's how the Ramban, so the Maritzchais is clearly assuming not that way. He's just saying, ah, Arayos, they didn't want, Arayos, they weren't observing yet at that, at that point. The Rosh also deals with it in the Tshuva. The Rosh writes that the Gemara says that Avram Avinu was Mekayim Kola Torah Kula, even Erev even Erev Tchumin, and that which Yaakov was Nasa Beizachio says the Rashba Ve'ein Yachol Farish Yosef. He says something Alpinister, and he says Ve'ein Yachol Farish Yosef Maskal Davar Yimtza. He says uh, I can't uh, give away more. It's, uh, it's what? Oh right, then there's uh, right. There's a discussion in Nakamara. Says Avram was Mekayim Kala Torah Kula. It never says in Shas Talmud Bavli. There are Midrashim like this, but it never says in Talmud Bavli that the uh, that the all the Avos were Mekayim Kala Torah Kula. It only says Avram was Mekayim Kala Torah Kula. So maybe it's Tafka Avram. Or, or else it says maybe Inami Digabe That when it comes to, uh, to to finding a woman, it's different than finding a man. That when it comes to finding a man, we're uh, we're not so we're, we're more worried about Yichus. When it comes to Finding a woman, we're less worried about yichus. People are more worried about beauty. So the beauty is the the eini and therefore chigeres osuma is a bigger concern than the uh, than the yichus. Okay. Um, Tosus then asks another very fundamental question. He says, Meaning, Eliezer had control over the experiment over here. He said that, that whoever I ask to give me to drink, and she offers to give my camels to drink as well, so if he sees a Chigar Surasuma, he just won't ask her. So what do you mean? That we should be worried? Maybe it's going to be a Chigar Surasuma. He's not going to ask the Chigar Surasuma. He's going to wait for a beautiful girl who's Sanua and whatever. And that's the one he's going to ask. So Tos says, you can't always tell right away. Sometimes they have a wooden leg, they have something, so you can't always tell. So he should have been concerned that he's going to ask someone that he didn't think is a Chigar Surasuma, but actually, in fact, was a, or, or is a Chigar Surasuma. Okay, that's what Tos suggests. Right there in the, in the Gemara. So the Gemara says, these were the three classes classic examples of people who were Shol Shalok Kogan. But the Gemara says, Vait, about five lines before they get wide, Amra Brachia Af Knesset Yisrael Shol Shalok Kogan, Rakhosh Baruch Hu Shiva Kogan. Klal Yisrael as a whole made a request of Rakhosh Baruch Hu that was really inappropriate, but Rakhosh Baruch Hu responded to them in a positive way. Shinemar, Pasuk says about Klal Yisrael in a whole, talking about what they desire out of a relationship with Rakhosh Baruch Hu, V'neida nirdefalo das es Hashem, Keshachar nachol matzov yavo kegeshem lanamalkos yarar Etc. So the Amr Lakrosh Baruch Hu Biti Atzal is Davar Shapaamim is Bakish Vameinim is Bakish. What kind of relationship you want with me? You want a relationship with me like rain. That's what they say. Kigeshen. 
that it should be like rain. Rain is something that sometimes you want and sometimes you don't want. We learned that Bezam Bez, after Nisan is over, you don't want rain anymore. Rain could be damaging, rain could be bad. So yeah, it's a great bracha when it comes at the right time. That's the kind of relationship you want with me. You want, you want me sometimes and you don't want me other times. No, I'm going to be for you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, like something that's always desired. I'll be like dew for Klal Yisrael, like we learned in yesterday's stuff, that dew is always there, that that's never bottled, that's always important, that's always, that's always needed. Sometimes in our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we look for HaKadosh Baruch Hu when it's convenient for us to look for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that's not the way a relationship with me works. That's a She'ela Shaloka Hogan, to look for HaKadosh Baruch Hu when you want him. Not when I, uh, you know, not in my leisure time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Don't get in the way on vacation. On vacation, I can't have you, uh, you know, demanding things of me, uh, because I have, I have other, other plans. But no, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says it's going to be constant. Va'od She'ela Shaloka Hogan, and another She'ela Shaloka Hogan that Klai Yisrael did, was Amr Lufan of Ribbono Shalom, Simani Kechosom Alibecha Kechosom Al Zeracha. So Amr Lufan Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Biti, Atshel Zavr Shepam Nira Pam you want to be like you want my your our relationship to be to be like a chosam that's on your heart or on your arm, which are things that are sometimes covered up by clothing. I want to be with you. I want to be something that's obvious, that's out there, that's clear. That on on your palm, the palm is always uh, exposed. No one, no people don't cover their hands. So that's uh Baruch says, I want to be someone that's evident in your lives at, at all times, not just someone that you uh, that you uncover when you're interested in uncovering when you when you take out when you're interested in taking out because Baruch Hu is going to be a constant in our lives that's the response that's Kahogan good so now back to the discussion of the Mishnah so the Mishnah said that we only ask for rain around the time of the rainy season so says originally we thought that is not just for Saint Alamatar but it's Mashavaruach Mardageshem also so Mantana who's the one that says we only say Mashavaruach Mardageshem when we actually want rain, when it's actually the rainy season. It must be Rabbi Yeshua who says that we start saying and, uh, when we put down the lulav at the end of Sukkot. Because if it's going like Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer says we start saying at the beginning of Sukkot, and that's not the rainy season. That's not when we want rain. So says, no, no. I feel the same Rabbi Eliezer. We could even be saying that we're assuming like Rabbi Eliezer. Uh, there's a difference between being Shoel and uh, being Mazkir. Shoel is the Saint Talamatar. Mazkir is Mashvarach uh, Mardageshem. So, uh, so we're, we're only say, we only say the Saint Talamatar around the rainy season. But Mashvarach Mardageshem, we could even ask earlier, we could even start at the beginning of Sukkot to say Mashvarach Mardageshem. Like Rabbi Lazar. Vigadamri, others have the conversation as follows. Let us suggest that it's only going like Rabbi Yeshua, who says, it's the time we put down the lulav. Now we could even be assuming like Rabbi Yeshua, but we have to distinguish between Sheila and Haskara. It is interesting, and some of the Achronim make note of the fact that when we quote Rabbi Yeshua, 
we had two versions of Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua in the Mishnah said that when do we start saying Mashvarach Marageshem Ba'achron Shalchag on the on Shmini Atzeres. Rabbi Yeshua in the Brisa says Mishas Hanachasov. Because remember in the Mishnah Rabbi Eliezer never said anything about Lulav. He just said the first day of Yantiv. In the Brisa Rabbi Eliezer says it's when we take Lulav. So Rabbi Yeshua responding to that said no, it's not when we take Lulav. It's when we put Lulav down. So it's interesting that we choose to quote Rabbi Yeshua in the Brisa and not Rabbi Yeshua in the Mishnah. It could be that they're saying the same thing. That's debatable whether they're saying the same thing or not. But uh, but but it's interesting. At least the Rabbi Kiveger points out in 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 in, in Gilin Ashas that we're quoting uh, Rabbi Yeshua in the Brisa and not Rabbi Yeshua from from the from the Mishnah. Okay. So says the Gemara Vayter. Yudah Omer over Teva. So Rabbi Yudah is one that said that someone who's, who davens for the Amud on uh, on Shmini Atzeres. So the Bal Shachris does not yet say Mashav Ruach Mordegeshem, but the Bal Musaf says Mashav Ruach. Or minu, and and then we said, and the, the when when the when the shliach tzibur davens on the first day of Pesach, the bal shachris still says mashvaruch mardegeshem, and the uh, bal musaf does not say mashvaruch mardegeshem. So frankly, Maruminu, I'll ask you, Stira, and Masay Sholin is Hagashamim. Until when do are we still shovel for rain? Until when do we still ask for rain? So Rabbi Meir Omer Shietzi Nisan Rabbi Domer Ad Sheyavara Pesach. The the the, uh, the the Bach just changes the order of the two shidos, but uh, it's the same thing anyway. The Rabbi Yehuda says it's Ad Sheavara Pesach. Rabbi Yehuda says it's until Pesach passes. We continue to say Mashvarach Mardegeshem. So it's a steer in Rabbi Yehuda. Right, Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah says that that we that on the first day of Pesach uh, the switch is made at Musaf to stop saying Mashvarach Mardegeshem. And here we have a beferish in the Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda says Ad Sheavara Pesach. It's only after Pesach that we stop saying Mashvarach Mardegeshem. Answers the Gemara. The Gemara is going to have three different answers. To this, four different answers to this question. The Gemara answers number one: Amr of Kasha, Kan Lishol, Kan Lahaskir. A difference between being Shoel and being Maskir. Mishal Shol Vaazil Lahaskir Biyom Tavrishon Pasuk. To say the Saint Alamatar that only stops after Pesach. But to uh, to say Mashvarach Mardegeshem that stops on the first day of Pesach. So those are the two different things. Amr Ula Hadra Chista Kasha Kachomitz Lashinayim Kasha Leinayim. Ula says, "What a terrible answer that is. That's like vinegar on the teeth. It's like smoke in the eyes. Smoke in the eyes is not uh, is not very pleasant. You ever go to a campfire and the wind blows the wrong way right into your eyes? Not very pleasant. So uh, so it's Kachomitz Lashinayim. Leinayim. This is a bad answer. Why is it such a bad answer? Uma b'makom sheino shoel mazkir." There are times of the year where we're not yet asking for rain, but we're already saying meaning we don't start asking for rain until December 4th. We don't say until December 4th, but we're already saying from Sukkot. So you think when we stop saying we're still going to be saying no, is more limited in time that we say it than is. says, no, we have to say a different answer. It's a machlokas what Rabbi Yehuda really holds, meaning that uh, that's all it is. It's, uh, it's two different shitos as to what Rabbi Yehuda really holds. So, it, meaning it's a stira? Yeah, not a stira. It's what we call a machlokas. Machlokas to know what Rabbi Yehuda really held. The Shagasari asks in Kavur Sari, why does Ula say that it's a shaytanai, a libid Rabbi Yehuda? Why don't you say hadidei, hadarabe? Meaning, we said in the Brisa and Dav Gimel Manalif, that Rabbi Yehuda Mishum Rabbi Yeshua Teva, that the statement about making the switch at Musaf on the first day of Pesach, was something he said in the name of Rabbi Yeshua. So just say, Hadidei, he himself holds, yeah, the Ad Shiavara Pesach, but when he quotes his Rebbe, his Rebbe holds that, it's, that it switches over already on the first day of Pesach. 
Why is that any better of an answer than to say So the Gvuras Ari points out it's a much better answer because the Gemara in Ksuba stuff in Zayin and Aleph says that where Rashi over there explains the Gemara in Ksuba is saying that whenever you have a machlokas in Halacha so we have a concept called that both shitos can be correct both are MS it's all, it's all within, within the confines of Torah but when you have a machlokas what somebody said did this person, did this rabbi, did this Tana say this, or did this Tana say that? There is no Elevel Devel Kimchaim. One of them is wrong. The Tana said one way or he said the other way. So Tretanaya Libid Rabbi Yudah is something that we really prefer not to say. Because then you're saying one of the Tanaim got it wrong. But if you're going to say Hadidei Hadirabe, so then it's an Elevel Devel Kimchaim. Because a person could disagree with his Rabbeim, and both of them could be right. They could both be Devel Kimchaim. To have Machlokas is fine in Judaism. But to argue in Metzias, that's what it really is saying. That to have Machlokas in Allah is fine, and that's all Devil Kim Chaim. But a machlokas in Metzius, a machlokas about what is, what was, what are the facts on the ground. So that's uh, that's not Elevel Devil Kim Chaim. Somebody's wrong in such a machlokas. So it would have been so much better to say Hadidei Hadarabe, the Shagasariye points out, than to give the answer that it does give. Okay, but anyway, that's the second answer, that it's Tretanai Libidabuda. Third answer of Yosef Amar, my Adshiavara Pesach. You know what Adshiavara Pesach means? It doesn't mean till Pesach is over. No! Adshiavar Shliach Tziborishon. It means till the first chazan finishes the first tefillah on Pesach, not counting Marv. So until uh, Shachris is over on the first day of Pesach. That's all it means, Achiyavara Pesach, which is exactly what Rabbi Yudah says, that you make the switch after uh, Shachris, before Mosef. So Abayi says, what are we even talking about? Being Shoal on Geshamim, Vesaint Talamatar, on Yantif, that that's when we stop saying Vesaint Talamatar? There is no Vesaint Talamatar on Yantif. We don't get to that bracha. We don't have a birchas hashanim in the Shemona Esrei on Yom Tov. in Shol Meturgam. He says, No, no, we still do a v'sein talamater. The Meturgaman does it. We don't have it in our Shemona Esreis. But apparently, Rashi explains the Meturgaman who would be Doresh would say this as a special bracha as part of his drasha that he would see. He would, uh, he would offer a short tefillah for talumater. Uh, that the Rabbeinu Chananel says, No, no. When the Gemara said from the fact that the Gemara doesn't ask on Rav Yosef when he says uh, that it's Ali de Meturgaman that Miikom Meturgam meaning is there a Maturgaman in Tefillah, the Gemara just says that the Gemara just can ask another kasha on the Maturgaman issue, sounds like, says Rabbeinu Hananel, that Bezin would appoint a Maturgaman to be Shoel Dvarim Atzrichim Letzibur, that there was a guy that, that was his job, he'd get up and whatever he sees to it, he thinks that Tzibur needs he would uh, say, he would say about kasha, about whatever it is that the Tzibur needs, apparently he would say and that was his job, to say something like that, so anyway, so yeah, there is this but is the Maturgaman going to ask something that the Tzibur doesn't need? So, no, we have to stick with the Ula's answer that was Tretanoya, Libid Rabbi Yehuda. Rabba Amara, fourth answer, no, you know what Achiavara Pesach means when Rabbi Yehuda says that we continue to say Mashvurach until after Pesach? It means till after the Zman of Shechting the Karm Pesach and Erev Pesach. Just like when we start saying Mashavaruach, we are not yet saying Vesein Talumatar. We stop Vesein Talumatar and Erev Pesach. By Mincha already, we're not saying it. And we stop Mashavaruach Marageshem the next day, on the first day of Pesach. And that works out just fine. 
Amalei Abayis, Abayis says, No, Bishlam, it's Chilasa Maskir, Haskarinami Ritsu Sheilihi. Elisofo, my Ritsu Sheilihika. He says, I understand at the beginning, we're going to be Maskir, Mashav Rochmar, Gashem, even before we start asking for it as a way of, of being Maratza, Baruch to soften him up for when we actually ask for it. But once we f- we're finished asking for rain, why would we continue to say Mashav Rochmar, Gashem? We don't need to soften him up for any Bakasha. The Bakasha's already over, it's already done. It wouldn't make sense. So you have to say Ula's answer, the answer that we probably would have been least satisfied with, with, with given the choices of the four answers. Gemara said they keep coming back to that. That Trey Tanai leaves Rabbi Yehuda. It's a steer in Rabbi Yehuda because it's Machlokas Tanaim. What Rabbi Yehuda in fact holds. Am Rabbi Asi, Am Rabbi Yochanan. Halacha ki Rabbi Yehuda that we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, meaning that the switch is made at Musaf on the first day of Pesach. Am Le Rabbi Zeh Rabbi Asi Umiyam Rabbi Yochanan Haki. Does Rabbi Yochanan really pass like Rabbi Yehuda? Vat Nan Bishloshem Al Cheshvan. That Rabbi Lazar paskins straight that, that we pass like Rabbi Gamliel that we start saying the Saint Talmudar on the seventh day of Mar Cheshvan. So how can he paskin like Rabbi Yehuda over here? So So the Gemara is going to have uh, two answers, three answers to this. First answer, Amalei Gavra Gavra Karamis. How's that a stira? Rabbi Yochanan paskins like Rabbi Yehuda, and you're saying how could Rabbi Yochanan paskins like Rabbi Yehuda? I, Rabbi Lazar paskins not like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Lazar paskins like Rabbi Gamliel. Yeah, Rabbi Yochanan isn't Rabbi Lazar. They're two different people. It's such an obvious answer that the Achronim are bothered. What was the Havamina that you can ask a stira from Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan to Rabbi Lazar? They're different. They're different people. So the Achronim all point out the Achronim in the back of the Gemara, the Mitzvahs on uh, the the Marakohen, those are the Parsiosef, the, the Achronim that appear in the back of the Gemara, they all answer based on Tosas and Mesechus Yuma Davdal and Meralif. Tosas says, Kivan da Ashkan da Blazer da Kamar, Mistamim Mishmed Rabbi Yochanan Rabbo Amra. That anything Rabbi Lazar says, we have the right to assume, is said Mishmed Rabbi Yochanan Rabbo. Rabbi Yochanan was Rabbi Lazar's Rebbe. So even if he doesn't say it beferish that he's saying in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, we could generally assume things that Rabbi Lazar says are being said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. So that's why the Gemara is able to ask it as a stira. That how could you say, how could Rabbi Yochanan say, Allah Rabbi Yuda? We know Rabbi Lazar doesn't say that way, and Rabbi Lazar was a Talmud Rabbi Yochanan and always follows Rabbi Yochanan. So then, what's what's the answer? Then Gavra Gavra Karamis. What do you mean? It's a very good stira. So you have to you have to say that Rabbi Lazar was a Talmud Chavra of Rabbi Yochanan, and not and at least according to uh, Rav Asi, who says Gavra Gavra Karamis, not everyone uh, agrees that everything Rabbi Yochanan says is necessarily uh, is necessarily uh, what, what not everything Rabbi Lazar says necessarily from his Rebbe is necessarily from Rabbi Yochanan. So anyway, that was one answer. Well, again, stira between Rabbi Yochanan who paskins like Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Lazar who paskins like Rabbi Gamliel. So one answer is, you can't ask a stira from Rabbi Yochanan to Rabbi Lazar. Answer number two, kan lishol, kan There's a difference between being shoal and geshamim and being maskir geshamim. That being shoal and geshamim, you're right, is uh, like Rabbi Gamliel, zayin cheshvan. But being maskir geshamim, that's like Rabbi Yehuda. We already start at Musaf and Shemini Atzeres. Rabbi Yochanan, makom shishol maskir. I, but didn't Rabbi Yochanan say that when you're shoal, you're maskir also, that they go hand in hand. That means they stop at the same time. The same time you stop Mashavurach, the same time you stop the Saint Talmater. No, Rabbi Yochanan said, even when you start, you start at the same time. So don't tell me that they start saying the Saint Talmater at a different time than they start saying Mashavurach Maragashim according to Rabbi Yochanan. Ella the Gemara says a third answer, Lokasha. Halan, Halahu. It depends who we're talking about, B'nai Eretz Yisrael or B'nai Bavel. For B'nai Bavel, where there's 
still Tvua and Perus in the field throughout Tishrei, so we're not going to ask for rain until Marcheshvan. So Maishal had done this on Piri, Bidabra, why is it that we don't want to ask for rain yet? Because we still have Perus out there. But uh, they also have Ole Regalim, Benaret Yisrael. There are people that are, need to be Ole Regal, and if you can start asking for rain right away, it's going to make their trip home exceedingly difficult, so they shouldn't be asking for rain either. So Kikam Rabbi Yochum is much no, maybe Rabbi Yochum was talking about when we weren't all the regular anymore because there was no longer a base Hamikdash that was around. Now the Gemara now offers a fourth answer. I said there would be three, there are four. Hashadas lahachi hava haluditu v'lokasha kamiz bismanche base Hamikdash kaim kamiz bismanche ein base Hamikdash kaim. And then once we come to that answer, we could say that it's all talking about Benaritz Yisrael. But Benaritz Yisrael would ask for rain immediately on Sukkis, and that when there's no base Hamikdash, so there was no one being all the regal, and therefore no one that had to get back home, and uh, they would not ask for rain immediately, they would wait till Zion Cheshvan when there were people that they had to worry about that had to, uh, that had to get back home. Svasemis points out that as soon as we said just like we have our peros to worry about in the field, the Bnei Bavel have our peros to worry about in the field, the Bnei Eretz Yisrael have to worry about the Ole Rugalim. Says Svasemis, is this a riot that only Bnei Eretz Yisrael have to be Ole Regal? Says that the Bnei Eretz Yisrael are worried about Ole Regalim. Why aren't the Bnei Bavel also worried about being Ole Regal? So he says, Eni Roa, Shum Raya, says Svasemis. I don't think there's a riot at all. What the Gemara means is, we understand why, why we're not being shoveled for Geshemim yet, even without the Ole Regalim concern. But uh, obviously, we have the Ole Regalim concern also. But the Benaritz Yisrael, they don't have the Peros concern, but at least the Ole Regalim concern they have. But it's not saying that, that, they, that only they have the concern of Ole Regalim. It's saying they don't have our concern, but at least they should have that concern of Ole Regalim. Okay, but Shem, we'll pick up tomorrow at Van Nan when we deal with Yom Tosheni and Chutzlaretz. Yeah.